always been a stay-at-home dad and a full-time musician. Um, now that we're in this this coronavirus situation, right before all this began, you released a new album, um, self-titled. Yeah, all mine are self-titled just because I'm really boring and have a hard time coming up with album titles. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed that, and I was I was thinking about asking you about it. Since you mentioned it, I'm going to ask you. In this time of the way music is released, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of artists that that release EPs every couple of months or single, you know, a single a week or a single a month. Um, and then some artists that are still doing just albums, one album a year, whatever. Yeah. Do you really think the album title matters as much these days? No, I honestly don't think that the album itself matters, which is, it, it kills me to even say it because it's one of my favorite parts of what I do. But mm-hmm. it's it's more now about in the moment, what's hot. Let's get the five other songs that sound like what's hot. Let's put that out. And, you know, it, it's not as much about creating a, a concept of an album or a, a vibe even of an album. It's more canned and it's like you're going to Walmart to get your, uh, to get whatever you're going to get versus going to the high end store. Like that's, that's kind of where we went with music because people just want it quick and there's not a lot of money in it because of streaming. So I know the last time you and I saw each other, um, you had just, I think you had just finished recording this in, uh, out on the West coast. Mm-hmm. And, um, I knew you had some, some pretty big names in the studio with you. What was it like recording with those guys? You know what, to be honest, when I went into the studio, I thought I was going to hate it. Um, and the reason I say that is in that, when I was living in Nashville, I did a couple sessions with the big A-list session players and in the most Christian way I can think of possible to say it, I wanted to throw them through a wall. They were just, they, were, they weren't nice. They didn't want to talk to you. They didn't want to create, like, help be a part of the song. They just had their sheet, and they wanted to sit down and play it and go to their next session. Mm-hmm. So uh, being a Southern country guy, thinking about going to the West Coast, I was like, oh, I'm going to go out here to California, and I'm going to hate these guys for sure. And so I go out and I walk into Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters studio, which was insane. And he was there a couple of times and uh, started meeting these artists who played with David Bowie, Bon Jovi, Pink Floyd, you name it. I'm just like, these guys can't be nice because they're so, you know, they have such a big name and such a big reputation. The nicest people I've ever met, like the nicest musicians to work with. They wanted to sit and create like they love the music and they love that I let them put their own spin on it. And it made that transition of meeting like a Kenny Arnoff, who's one, I mean, the best drummer. I mean, I mean, one of the best drummers. Yep. Um, and to have them be so nice. And so uh, they didn't treat you like you weren't one of them. And it was, it was right. really cool to be in that kind of environment. I mean, Phil X pretty much became a, a permanent member of Bon Jovi over the last four or five years, I guess. Um, and has played on, you know, play guitar on hundreds of albums. Uh, same for Kenny, you know, as far as that's concerned. I mean, just to think that you didn't even go to to the West Coast for that reason. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go on the West Coast and record with these guys. <laughs> you were just going to record and just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And and they were willing to to come play on the record. Yeah. And it's, I mean, a lot of it comes from my producer. Uh, his name's Martin Gigi, and he's a big, uh, Anytime, like when the presidents did the big 
flood relief thing in Texas, all the different presidents mm-hmm. that were still living came together. They called Martin in to, to uh, bring a band from Los Angeles. We met through freak happenstance. And so he just calls these guys. He's like, Hey, I got this really cool guy. Benton. He's playing. He's like, yeah, this guy from pink Floyd's going to come in and play saxophone. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, How can we afford that? Oh, he's not even charging us. I was like, that's insane. Wow. Is that uh Scott page? Yeah. Scotty page. And dear Lord, that guy, I mean, sweetheart of a guy too, but he started playing that saxophone and just like everybody in the room, Dave Grohl was in the other room and he stops and turn around. He's like, Holy, you know, in typical Dave Grohl fashion, but he is really good. Just to be surrounded with, with that kind of talent in in the studio has just got to be a great feeling. It is. And with, even with Phil X, when he came in, it was, it it was almost an accident. He came by the studio because he was recording some other stuff there. And Martin was talking to him. He's like, yeah, I could play on some stuff. So they literally right then went to the back, got an amp, gave him a Les Paul. He listened to the song one time, and that's what you hear on the record. That's how good this guy is. It was just, I was wow. just like, that's how you do it here? Like, that that's talent. In addition to, so the, it, the, the album's got 10 tracks, and looks like two of the tracks are covers. Mm-hmm. And, and I think both songs that you performed on America's Got Talent uh, when you were on in season 10, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, well, we wanted to, uh, we started recording the record a while ago. This is a, the record took a while to get out because of just trying to figure out how we wanted to do it, who was going to put it out, that kind of thing. Um, but we wanted to make sure to capture those moments from the show because those represented me a little more than some of the other songs we did. And I know a lot of the fans that I made on the show, they'd show up to a concert and see a whole different show based on what they saw on the TV show. So we wanted to kind of give them a little bit of both so they would figure out what kind of artist I actually was versus the artist they portrayed me as on TV. One crazy thing about this for anybody that listen that records music, most people record to a click track. That's how you keep up with everything. Well, these guys decided to do it without one. So the whole record, there's no click at any point in time, but it feels like there is. But that gives us those moments like in Jolene where it does kind of sludge a little bit, but it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. We kind of did that on purpose. But but yeah, if you put it in a normal studio, it wouldn't have synced up because we, we kind of all felt it together because we played it live. Uh, I know the website is bettonblunt.com. Yeah, I tell people pretty much any social media site that I'm signed up for, it's that url slash benton blunt i made it real simple so it's easy to find please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast also be sure to email me feedback or suggestions to pelham show at gmail.com thanks again for listening and be safe